Welcome to the Athena Wellness Podcast, the show that invites you to take a seat around the community fire and listen to stories that inspire. I'm your host, Kathy Robinson, author, coach, and founder of Athena Wellness, a company that's dedicated to supporting you on your journey to live more wholeheartedly. Today's episode is brought to you by the Athena Wellness Academy, your resource for wholehearted living. The Academy's featured offering is an online course called From Type A to Type B, How to Mindfully Descend the Corporate Ladder and Invite What's Next. This course is perfect for you if you're contemplating or navigating a professional transition, and it's available as a self-study or with a small cohort of students facilitated by me, Kathy Robinson. To learn more, I invite you to go to athenawellnessacademy.teachable.com or click on the link in the show notes. Hello and welcome. Thanks so much for joining me for this shortened Wellness Wednesday episode, a little midweek boost to help keep your warrior vibe high. Today I'm joined once again by psychologist, author, and artist Rachel Oz. During this discussion, Rachel shares some advice for those who are experiencing personal or professional transition and feeling overwhelmed and unsure. And now on to the show. I hope you find this conversation helpful and insightful. Once again, I'm joined by psychologist, author, and artist, Rachel Oz. Welcome back, Rachel. Uh, It's great to be back. So I would love to address the listener who is experiencing some sort of professional or personal transition and is feeling very overwhelmed and unsure. What kind of advice would you give them to not only calm themselves, but also take some positive steps forward? Mm, Okay. So for someone who's in transition, who is unsure, maybe anxious, I think that the first step is always to regulate our bodies. And so whatever helps you to have a calm body and for the time being anyway, at the season, to have some kind of practice that you are regularly doing that helps you to calm your body. So for example, it could be a meditation practice. It could simply be you like to walk or be near nature or yoga practice or doing breath work, but something that helps to really calm your body because a calm body can't at the same time have an anxious mind. They cannot coexist. And so the first thing I'd want to say is that. I think the second thing I would want to say is to, while this may sound a little bit whimsical, I'm going to find really quick this page on on my um, new book, The Relationship Book, because I think it's an outside of the box thing to do literally this little, this quote in here is I'm feeling more depressed and I'm realizing I need to create more experiences that are wild and beautiful. 
and I give some examples. And, and there's a reason I'm I'm coming to this page in response to your question, but I'm just going to share a few examples of wild and beautiful experiences to give yourself. Walk in the rain, picnic behind a waterfall, build a tree house, flambe some food, knit sweaters for trees, watch the sunrise from a hot air balloon, show up at a friend's door and sing, read poetry at midnight, write to an elephant, say a purring prayer with a tiger at the zoo. I'm saying all that because I think that when we give ourselves different perspectives, do things completely outside of our regular routine, I think that it can help to almost cleanse our palate, right? And allow us to taste again and allow us to sense things again and allow us to dare having some inspiration. Because I think that when we say, I don't know what's next in the transition, I think it might be a little bit of, I'm scared. Like if we took away the word, I don't know, what if it was, I'm just scared. Because I'm going to guess behind the I don't know is a lifetime of clues and a lifetime of dreams, some which might hide under the blankets because they're afraid. (laughs) Their knees are shaking, wiggling, wobbling. So I I would want to encourage those things. Another thing would be to record your dreams at night, literally. Um, when you wake up in the morning and see what material is coming forward, because I bet a deep part of you knows a lot of things. And another idea might be to have a sheet of paper, whether it's small, post-it size, or really a huge poster size, whatever feels best to you, and have a bunch of this sentence completion where the sentence begins with, if I had courage, the next thing I would do is, and just have each sentence begin with that and then fill in just brainstorming. What are all the things that come to you? And if you can't think of anything right away, just have it out somewhere. Like you're planting a garden with seeds and those thoughts will start germinating. And when you think of things, you could put it there, or maybe you'll have like a whole flood of ideas hit you at once when you're in the shower and then you've got to try to run out and get to that piece of paper. You know, those in-between places where it's something occurs to you or like, I don't know about you, sometimes for me, right before going to sleep, that in-between space of not all the way awake, not all the way asleep, I'll have thoughts occur to me. But I think there's all these different places that hold clues to who we are and to what's next and to what's inside us and what's knocking at our door inside. And so for anyone thinking, I don't know, or what if there's nothing in there? I want to say there's never nothing in there. We are each made up of such splendor. There's always something. There's there's many things calling our hearts. So it gets back to what you said before about awareness of the buried treasure chest. Mm-hmm. Just knowing right. there's something out there sometimes is enough to get us going. There is something. Exactly. Yeah. And sometimes it helps to also be in conversation with others about it. Um, 
oh, sometimes switching gears creatively. Like, what would you do if you wrote a song about what's next? What what would you do if you made a collage, like just took a stack of magazines and cut out words and images to just ask your heart and soul, what's next? I'm going to just loosely cut out words and images that, that I feel drawn to in my nextness. And then I'm going to paste them onto a big piece of paper. So I think... I like the idea of not always being linear or logic brained about it, you know, but like letting images speak to you and creating a vision board is a really common one, which is similar to the collage. And I just want to say, get out of your own way of being practical, like for a moment, because, and I do that too. I get worried, but how will that work or whatever? Like little kids don't worry about that. They just like, you know, they just run down the block toward what they want. Just let it fly for a little bit. If you had the courage or if you didn't have to worry about practicalities, what would you do next? What I love about that, you mentioned the words wild and beautiful. And I think the reason why that really struck me is that a lot of times when people are in this state, they can't articulate what's there. They can feel something, but they can't articulate it. And so to be able to do some of the practices that you mentioned of just like the idea of collage or being in a place where you can start to feel some of that wordlessness and start to describe it. And to your point, to not be practical, but just to allow these things to come and then ask yourself, what, what is it about the ocean that I love? Or what is it about that shirt that is really calling me and see, you know, if there are some themes that start to emerge. I love that. Then if let's say there was a lot about the shirt and the ocean and the clutch, um, then it could be an additional fun thing to be like, if you gave them a voice, like you were writing, doing creative writing, or if they were like a whole being, how would you be in conversation with them? What are you saying to the ocean? What is the ocean saying back to you? Mm. I love that. I love that. Wow. So many good suggestions, Rachel. I can't thank you enough for your time. I will link up your your books and your website. And and I really appreciate you being with us today. Thank you. It's been my super duper pleasure. Thank you so much for joining me today. I know there are many ways you can spend your time thank you for choosing to spend it with me. Until our paths cross again, be kind to yourself and show your warrior spirit some love. If you know anyone who could benefit from today's episode, please pass it on. And many thanks for supporting the show by subscribing and leaving a review. It means a lot and it helps others find their way to our circle. If you'd like to access the show notes, have a question you'd like addressed on a future episode, or would like a transcript of this episode, visit www.athenawellness.com slash podcast. Until next time, be well.